Welcome to Token Students, the ultimate podcast you should listen to in order to deeply understand Asian culture and history. Nice to meet y'all. I'm your host, Dana Kim. Today is September 4th, and this episode is our very first episode about why Asians are so smart, or at least are known to be smart. Find out about the hidden story behind everything by listening to this episode. Um, should we start with a self-introduction? Yeah, I think we probably should. Hi, I'm Dana, who is both the founder of this podcast and a high schooler in South Korea who is academically interested in international relations, U.S. politics, and global economics. And as you can infer from the fact that I made this podcast, I obviously love talking about pretty much anything. Here are some miscellaneous details about me. My guilty pleasure is researching fashion trends during class and not paying attention. And pet peeve, and my pet peeve is to have too much mayo on my sandwich, which is very random. I love TV series too, so call me up whenever you just need to talk about Gilmore Girls or Never Have I Ever. Through this podcast, I want to delve into Asians, particularly about the culture and history and fads in South Korea. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Santino. I'm also a typical high schooler in Korea. I really like law and philosophy and talking about it. Don't get bored already. I say strange and random things about it all the time. And you'll find it funny if you enjoy that kind of stuff. I love fooling around and talking with my friends, which is the reason I joined my friends on this podcast. I just love to hang around with people in general, so contact me when we set up our community. and I'm so excited to be here and also very nervous. It's my first time being in like a studio and everything. It's so weird. I have so many fun things to talk about. And I hope I get to share everything with you. Um, ever since I was little, I've lived back and forth between the U.S. and Korea. So I have many unique experiences that I've always wanted to share with a larger audience. Such, I'm pretty, besides like this fact, I'm pretty much like any other average high schooler here in Korea. Aside from being kind of addicted to games, like if you're in the same class as me, you'll just see me playing games all day during class and not listen. She's playing Tetris all the time. Oh my god, Tetris was one of my favorites. I play Clash of Clans now. What is it? Cooking Madness, (laughs) etc. You know, like Google Doodle games. (laughs) And because of this, I never study, but I do like looking up things that I'm interested about. So many random things. I love science. I love history. Um, so, see you soon. Oh, yeah. Pleasure to meet all of you. I, I'm just a you know, typical high school dude from South Korea. My name is Jun Samoon. And um, actually, like Olivia, this is my first time in the studio. And we have like all these like technological things like around our heads. And it's like very, very fascinating. And, well, I like to talk, and, and when I talk a lot, I mean, like, I like to talk a lot. I like to talk about subjects ranging from economics, international relations, and politics to, like, nonsense gibberish. I have much interest in various fields, so I'm hoping to see, I'm hoping to have some, like, productive and fun discussion with many individuals about, like, literally anything. Like, see you guys in the podcast, and... Like Santino, just call me up or email me if you have any other things to ask about or any other things to talk about. Well, my, also, like, for disclaimer, my English name and my Instagram name is also Nathan Moon. So just follow me on Instagram if you guys want to. Peace. <laughs> okay. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> now that we're done with our self-introduction, let's listen to our story for today. 
Dear Token Students, I took the SAT a few days ago and it was mind-bogglingly hard. But my Asian friend said that it was easy and she actually got a very high score. By that, I noticed that there is a stereotype that Asians are generally smarter than others. Is this true? Hey, so I also took my SAT a few days ago. I actually took it on um, August 27th, which is like... Not even a week ago, I think. And I'm getting my results on uh, September 9th, which is three days from now. And Whoa. I'm so scared. But, um, and there are these Asian kids that are always better than you. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them personally. <laughs> I'm that kid that gets compared to the other Asian kids. But, um, yeah. So, let's just start with the fundamentals first. We need to get this right. Are Asians really smarter than other races? Like, this may sound kind of racist, but there is that stereotype, right? Um, to answer this question, we need to begin with another question. What exactly is being smart? I mean, being smart is such an abstract content, uh, like a concept with so many different definitions. Yeah, right. Right, exactly. Now, this is a very interesting topic, like, for sure. Like, because rather, I have seen some, like, different interpretations of being smart, like, throughout my life. And definitely, I do not, you know, I'm not included in all of them. Maybe <laughs> according to my own self-analysis. Although I am on the relatively young side, I guess. Well, according to the dictionary, the fundamental definition of smart is to possess quick-witted intelligence and thinking. Well, however, the other definition of smart, which is actually used to refer to machines, defines smart as possessing the ability to analyze data and, like, think independently. Now, before moving on to being, like, all philosophical and, you know, like, Socrates, like, Olivia, why do you think Asians are usually perceived as smart compared to, like, other peoples or races? Well, I feel like one thing is that statistically, they do, Asians do have, like, average higher IQ. Um, and IQ, by the way, is one of the most common ways to measure intelligence. Um, it's short for the intelligence quotient and a lot of you probably already know about it like i just said statistics do in fact say that asians have higher iq on average compared to other races however something to note that iq is not at all entirely decided through heredity iq is affected by pretty much everything like nutrition the parent socio-economical status environment like your motivation to take the test and much more IQ is also definitely not the represent representation of intelligence as a whole. For example, it fails to measure factors like creativity or social intelligence, both of which are um, pretty large parts of our lives, and also a large part of what people consider um, when they talk about you know, who's smart and who's not. Genetics also do play a part, but the effect of the smart gene is small, according to a 2014 study I looked up. Um, this study was conducted on more than like a hundred K people and they found like three genes, but their effects are pretty insignificant. IQ can also be trained through brain training activities, you know, those exercises that your teachers give you in like the mornings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Those will also help um, in, in, you know, getting your IQ up. And this will increase more and more with studying. I feel like it's pretty safe to say that Asians do not necessarily have smarter genes. The culture that puts so much emphasis on studying allows them to get higher scores on these tests. Well, like, that was an intriguing analysis, Phil, with uh, quite a lot of statistics, you know. Yeah, I also feel like Asians, like, uh, Easterners and Westerners perceive being smart differently according to their cultures. 
a lot of times Asian parents will focus their kids on like natural sciences and math. Absolutely. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? This is why you see so many Asians being trained in math from an early age. There are always those math whizzes or like those tiny little geniuses who are like 10 years old and still like at co- in like college or something for math. You'll definitely see less Asians who have achieved that level of success in other fields like politics, economics, literature, political activism, stuff like that. Western cultures try to bring out like the social part of their kids. Mm-hmm. Another difference is that Asians will a lot of times prioritize prioritize sorry speed and mental agility, while other cultures may value problem solving skills and independent thinking. Do you think this is also reflected in curriculums of cultures as well? Yeah, I mean, like, right, right, exactly. Like, we are, like, the living evidence of, like, that curriculum, right? So, like, referring back to the de- dictionary definition of smart I, like, mentioned earlier, I talked about two definitions of smart, each one for respectfully, respectfully like, man and machine, right? But if you look at it again, the ability to quickly process information and having quick wits has a s- relatively similar meaning with the Asian definition of smart. While the ability to process something independently is more in line with the Western definition of smart, like being all independent and, you know, being all like yourself, right? R- rather than being like in a system or in a curriculum. Well, I believe like aside from genetics, which is a very convincing theory, by the way, too, because of the statistics, but educational curriculums are at the like the root of everything. So all of you guys here are Asians. We are all Koreans. So you you guys will know that the Eastern Asian curriculums are basically like hard, hard, hard. It's like difficult, difficult, you know? So they tend to rigor, like they usually tr- tend to rigor- rigorously train kids to like solve math problems, as you say, like math, physics, and all those like hard stuff from a very young age. Right, natural sciences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's tough. I mean, I love paleontology, but like physics, like chemistry, uh, it's not my type. Dear, uh, no. I'm actually more of a natural sciences girl. I don't know if it's easy yeah, to I mean, in, but is, is paleontology a natural science? Paleontology. I'd say that's more like history, right? That's history. Yeah, like digging, digging up bones of dinosaurs. <laughs> digging yeah, up yeah. bones. Like, not very interested in bones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so where was I? Oh, yeah. To solve, like, questions that memorize, like, you know, they memorize everything, which are, like, denied, uh, derived from a very non-creative and old educational system. I feel like, like yeah, memorizing things is huge in Eastern Asian, like, curriculums. Memorize yeah. everything. I mean, like it's so dumb. Like our like midterm tests are coming up like in a month or so. Oh, I mean, we have no, to memorize like. Talk about the midterms. Gee, <laughs> jeez, come on. Still a month away, Nathan. Yeah, I please. mean, and also like, did you guys yeah. know that the Korean educational system hasn't been like changed significantly like since the 1980s? Yeah, there like, is like a standard form of Korean education. Yeah, I know. And I, if you go to the U.S., you can like pick subjects that yeah. you're interested in, but in Korea, you just have to follow this like rigid right, system that right. never changes. And also, like you know how I said that I've lived in both the U.S. and Korea. Uh-huh. Um, having experienced both these cultures and both the curriculums, I would definitely say that, um, like, there are Korean schools put so much more emphasis on memorization. Like, for example, um, in my Korean literature test that I took, mm-hmm. um, in order to be able to solve, like, the free uh, response questions, yeah. I had to memorize, Everything. Like, yeah, memorize my notes. But the thing is, um, in the U.S., you can definitely, like, put your own thought into the yeah. answers that you put into the free response, and you'll still get, like, good scores. Yeah. And then, like, Asian tests, like, when you say 
analysis, it doesn't actually mean analysis. Yeah, you don't like, analyze it on yourself. Your teachers analyze it like for yeah. you, and you forms. memorize it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like for example, history. If you go to the U.S., you write an essay on the historical right. topic or something. But right. in Korea, you have to memorize like every timeline, which mm-hmm. is like not very, <laughs> not yeah. very yeah, yeah. lenient. Or yeah, and like you have to memorize all these little like, details. Yeah, like not. It's not enthusiastic at all, right? And it doesn't have like much like effectiveness here, and like like this like literally, like because of like these curriculums, like kids literally become problem-solving machines, right? And the Asian education, especially in Korea, is like obsessed with speed, as you Olivia, you as you have mentioned, and it has like, re- and it has like notoriously difficult education and exams, ex- like Suning in Korea. That's like the Korean SAT, and it is like very very hard. It's very famous for being hard, especially. Math and English, and but Korean students like and Asian students delve into hard, arduous study for twelve plus years since like they are like elementary school. Right, definitely. Yeah, I'd say that people here study for the Sun for like all their lives. Yeah, like like, from, like since they're like seven yeah, or something. Yeah, since they like go into school from that moment, like you're studying for the Sun. <laughs> yeah, oh, come on. And however, like Western curriculums, in contrary. Like, they let, like, students actually think their problems through. And, like, they don't push their students, like, so hard, like, since young ages. And the most evident difference is in how each, like, curriculums approach, like, the subject math, in my opinion. It's, like, because I, I hate, I personally hate math. <laughs> like, Asian curriculums focus on memorizing every single principle and just, like, solving problem after problem after problem. But, like, they're focused on speed and accuracy, right? On the contrary, Western curriculums that students actually use calculators. Now, yeah. that was a very surprising fact for me. Really? Yeah. It was surprising for me that they don't like you use calculators here. Like, what if I get, like, a, like, what, something like a multiplication thing wrong, and I get the problems, and I get the problem right, but wrong, yeah. but I got, like, the, what is it, like, the process right. I yeah. think the process is what they put yeah. emphasis in I mean, Western. Like, even though your, like, logical process is right, like, if you get, like, a simple like equation wrong yeah. then that whole question is like just like pff, gone i know right yeah so like they believe so in the western culture and curriculum it's like they believe the ability to think about and the ability of like critical thinking and problem solving like it's the right way of approaching math and education right so this actually applies like less pressure especially to the students on like comparatively which while it enhances the critical thinking ability of the students also which i think is a more valuable um, mm. like value than just like memorizing everything. I guess it's like it's a difference of what you put emphasis on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also as I will like say earlier, it later shows benefit. I mean, like it's I'll talk about it later. It shows benefits in later stages of life, which is like the most significant part of all. Like moving on to so this is where I move on to the exposing of the irony behind like Asian curriculums and culture which is, I would say, the, like, the idiot- idiocy behind intelligence. Now, what does this mean? So, like, Asian students tend to, like, just memorize everything, right? As we have, as we have like, discussed about. And this brings out the lack of creativity. They memorize mm-hmm. everything from such a young age, right? So, if Asians are so smart, then why doesn't, like, Korea have any Nobel math prize winners if every, like, literally everyone in the nation are solving, like, like huge mathematical problems? True, true. Huh? So, like, even foreign math, teachers and professors have a hard time solving the high difficulty problems from the Korean SATs. Like, right. just search it up and on YouTube. There are, like, billions of videos yeah, there. I've, saw, I've seen those videos. And I have to admit, like, I feel like 
um, after getting past a certain point in math, like, if people are, like, super good at math and they get, like, everything right on the swimming, like, they'll just go to medical school and yeah. be done with it. No yeah. one will go to, like, yeah. their don't. No one will go on to be math majors. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is also a huge part of it. Maybe we'll talk yeah. about this in later. I mean, like, yeah, Korean high schoolers, while, like, those professors are all, like, having a hard time, they just, like, solve them and get them right, you know? Like, in the blink of an eye, like, well, wait, what does this equation mean, like, Oh, like just like in that kind of like a fraction mm-hmm. of a second, they they can like solve those questions. But my doubt is that, like, is that really their own intelligence and their mm-hmm. own critical thinking? Definitely. definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. That's what yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, definitely <laughs> not. Right. And like the same problem occurs with English as well. And this is what like, sh- can I say this word? But this kind of like pisses me off because. When you learn English, like, rigorously, especially Korean and Asian students, like, going through, like, multiple academies from a young age, like, like many of the students in Korea now do, like, how many of them actually, can they actually, like, freely talk in English, like we are, like, doing right now? Definitely. Like, I feel like I would say that I'm fluent in English, but I was so stumped when I first, like, looked at the swimming problems. Like, they were so difficult. And, like, I'm fluent in English and I can't solve a single problem. <laughs> Korean people must be so good at English. Scratch on your ego. Yeah, I yeah. know, right? Yeah. And then I tried talking to someone yeah, in and, and English like, and like, they were, like, they went silent. Yeah, and the thing <laughs> like, I didn't understand was when you're, like, explaining English and grammar, the why do you use, like, like numeric symbols and, you know, mathematical symbols when you're mm-hmm. explaining a linguist, uh, when you're explaining linguistics? That's just, like, nonsense, bro. I mean... And also, like, they go through, like, difficult tests, especially, as I mentioned earlier, like, including the Korean SAT, which is also, like, very notorious for their English tests as well. So, for example, and they can't even, so they can't even read properly, right? You know, um, maybe readings from TOEFL or, like, literary, um, liter- literature or books. Right, right. And they and they don't actually understand the content, like, 100%. Yeah, I, I have, like, high more, doubts. Yeah, it's more like they uh, extract certain parts from this piece yeah. of literature in order to be able to solve the problems. They don't really care about what's inside of those words. Yeah, like, they just, like, break them down word by word, and, like, grammar, 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 meaning, 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 main idea, main idea, main idea, right? right. There's, like, no creativity, like, no thinking there, right? So, well... Interviews and sources, which I talked about, like, YouTube videos, such as, indicate, like, they can't because, you know, in YouTube, like, there are, like, videos where you interview Korean high schoolers or university students in the streets, like, in English, and they just, mm-hmm. like, run away. Which <laughs> yeah. is, like, I was so, like, disappointed by that because mm. they would have also, like, invested all those years in academics, especially, like, studying yeah, that kind of, like, rigorous English. And English. if you study English and you can't speak it, like, what's the point? What's the I, yeah. point? Like, the point, I feel like, of learning English as a foreign language is in order to be able to communicate with other English yeah. speakers and other people around the world. But if you can't communicate, and all you've trained I mean, all your life is just to I mean, break English, down the people. I mean, English there. is also a language. It's not only academics, right? right. So, the, so the basic foundation of a language is to have basic communication skills first, which include, li- obviously, listening, reading, speaking, and writing. And then when those are set to a certain level, you then go on to linguistics and academics. Right. It's, th- like, that should not be the other way around. important step in learning a language. And yeah. I feel like that does more harm. Yeah, so, like, you can see, like, these problems are prevalent, like, already in math and, you know, English. And they're, like, so contrary between, like, the Eastern and Western mm. curriculums and cultures. So... 
that's why I say this is an irony, like an idiocy behind intelligence. Like yet they put so many, like so much effort into education, and they look so smart from the outside, yeah, right? Because they, they, look they, they like so memorizing smart. all these yeah. like equations, yeah. like. But however, like once you see past that, it's just like meh. It's right. just like kind of like lame. their knowledge doesn't really go deeper. Yeah, it doesn't than like what they learned to take this in. Yeah, so exactly. This was the part one of our first episode about what <laughs> being smart actually means and what genetics has to do with it, and also revealing the Asian and Western way of being smart. And also there was a comparison between education curriculums, and Nathan and Olivia did an excellent job exposing the irony and idiocy behind intelligence in Asian countries. We will come back for part two, which is about the Confucius and Mencius ideology that is ingrained in our society that is related to Asian intelligence and also about the model minority myth and cultural differences. Thank you.